Dumb lies and rumors from ridiculous sources online. Welcome back to another episode of Two Twinks in a Pod. Um, sorry, I mean spreading unverified stories. My name is Chris, and I'm here with my co-host Blake. Hello. Thanks for tuning in again. I hope you enjoyed the last episodes. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell everyone you know in this world and every other universe about this podcast. Let us know what you think. Please rate us. Don't forget to spread unverified rumors or stories. We will be happy to, re to review them. You know, we dig deep. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, or wherever you get your podcasts so you are always up to date. So Blake, this has been a big week for the gay community because Ariana Grande launched or uh, released her new song, Yes, and do you have any thoughts about that? Um, I think launched is a better word. I wish she had launched it into the sun because <laughs> I'm not a fan. Granted, Like, my thing with music is, like, first of all, I've only listened to it once. And I thought the beginning was good. Like, it was fun. I liked the beat. Um, but I, like, it takes me, like, ten listens to a song before I can actually have, like, a valid opinion. Granted, I don't really even like Ariana Grande. I don't know if that's, like, shocking um, or controversial. But I don't really, like, click with her music typically. So I don't expect to change my opinion. But on the first listen, wasn't impressed. I feel like it started really strong. And then yeah. it kind of just sounded like a RuPaul song to me. That's like somebody edited like with AI to make it sound like a RuPaul song. And I'm like, I get it. But yeah, I know what you're saying. And I was like, at first I was like, you know, the Kelly Dodd reaction video. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> and then she throws it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. But then I listened to it again and I saw the music video because I've like, I follow a lot of, Ari stands, Ari, whatever they call themselves. Arianators? I don't know. Well, that's, uh, you know, how, where, where does it go from there if, you, if that's your stand group name? Anyways, so I saw the music video and I'm like, wait, I actually like that. She's saying, I don't give a fuck what y'all have to say. She included like all the, all the people that like criticize her, like the bald gay guys. And it's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just like dancing and singing my ass off however <laughs> I want to. So that's how I, I was like, you know what? I have to stand. And I'm excited for the other songs. So you are. changed your opinion on the song. You Yeah, you, like, a, you, like, like a, sometimes, sometimes you don't get it at the first time, you know? <laughs> oh, no, that's literally me. Like, I don't get it. Like, don't take my opinion seriously because I genuinely, like, honestly, knowing me, well, let me just put it this way. If I heard it at the club, I would be bopping. But, like, am I going to listen to it walking down the street? Probably not. But also, like, I don't listen to me because next week I could be saying the complete opposite. Like, I, you just never... Music, it takes, like... For me, like, when I listen to a song at first, it feels, like, too forced. Like, music hits me when I'm just, like, living my life. And then, like, it hits at, like, this perfect moment of, like, wow. Like, I'm just... It feels like I'm in a music video and this just is coming on and, like, is the backdrop for this moment in my life. And that's when I, I can appreciate a song. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I first listen to it, it's usually like, okay, like process. Like, what is she talking about? What does it sound like? So I don't know, but current opinion wasn't impressed. I, okay. I guess we'll see more 
And that's okay. Let's dig into the rumors and the nastiness of this week. We have something that we stumbled upon on Twitter or X.com. This story is about Lisa Rinna and Jack Nicholson, which is funny because I, did, I do not know who Jack Nicholson is. The only reference I have to him is um, from The Real Housewives of Miami, Adriana saying that Karen has a Jack Nicholson smile, and that's how I know who he is. He's Wait, an actor. Seriously? Yeah. It's embarrassing. I'm sorry. You've never heard of The Shining? No. With like the two creepy twins in like the well, blue I dress. Well, I know, I know of it, but I, I, like I don't know the names of the actors. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not like a huge actor person either. Like I watch movies and move on with my life. But Jack Nicholson is just one of those like names. I don't know, but that's fair. I mean, I don't really care if you don't know who he is. It's 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 honestly it doesn't even matter. But like, what what do you have to tell us about Jack Nicholson? Well, um, this person posted on Reddit the thread or whatever it's called on Reddit. Bravo Real Housewives. And it's about Jack Nicholson and Lisa Rinna because allegedly, unverified, um, there has been there have been certain pictures or paparazzi pictures that have been released or posted of Jack Nicholson where he looks like terrible in the Daily Mail. It wasn't last April. And this person claims that these pictures can only be shot from Lisa, Lisa Rinna's and Harry Hamlin's backyard because you can only see his balcony or back his backyard from his house from her backyard. I'm going to read like a little snippet because I think it's actually important. Um, two years ago, my very close friend was involved in a gathering in Lisa's backyard. She was also there back in 2018-ish for a similar event. I have seen pics from both visits. You would recognize the yard if you watched Beverly Hills, and she even went inside the house. Yes, the kitchen really was even more dated and gross than it looks on TV, which is, she didn't say this, but there are rat allegations about Lisa Rinna's kitchen, which we haven't even spoken about yet, but that that's funny. The first time she was there, Harry Hamlin pointed to a red house that had a backyard that can only be seen from Rinna's backyard. They are not on the same street, but you can see the house from the edge of Rinna's yard. And Harry said to my friend, See that house? Jack Nicholson lives there. Then he said he he sees him sometimes. Two years ago, my friend was in the yard again and other people were pointing at the house. My friend took pics of Jack's house from Lisa's yard to show me and her family. She didn't take them the first time because she felt we were taking them while, while talking to Harry. We all thought the house looked really normal and almost run down. But maybe it was just the back or side of the house and the front is really nice. Whatever. I don't know. We just saw a balcony on a red house that didn't look great. So, basically... Like, she's like, I have reference. Like, I know what the vantage point of Lisa Rinna's house is. And she's, they pointed Jack Nicholson's house out. And then these paparazzi pictures came out from that exact angle. I imagine, because I remember Lisa Rinna being such a huge paparazzi fan, because she, remember those episodes when she's like, oh, I know that guy. And she waves to him. He's, he's like, oh, that's my paparazzi guy. So I can imagine people being in her backyard all the time or her being friends with them, or I can even more imagine her taking a picture of it and sending it to the Daily Mail. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me at all. I, I fully believe it, um, first of all, and it doesn't surprise me because, I don't know, she's like, I saw um, someone tweet this, and I mean, I'm not 
sure if it actually adds up, but I feel like it does. Um, that all the like leaks to the press about filming and beefs and rumors and stuff stopped when Lisa left the show. And I really do feel like she's, she loves like a storyline. She loves drama. Like she is, con- I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's always reaching out to the press and like feeding little things here and there, little crumbs to get, to get press. I mean, she's like, she's a hustler. She's a marketing genius. Like that doesn't really surprise me. So I believe this fully. Like I definitely think if, if you can see Jack Nicholson's house from, from her house, like she's going to take a picture and she's going to make money off of it. Yeah. I kind of believe it too. And thinking about it, it's kind of sad that she left now. Maybe she could have done something with this season. Yeah, well, we'll get into that later. Yeah. All right. Um, would you like to read the next story from Reddit? So this isn't really a rumor as much as it's more of like a topic of conversation that I wanted to bring up with you. Um, it's Someone posted it. It's another Reddit post. Um, and it's entitled, Producers of the Housewives, This Post is for You. I think I speak for a lot of us when I say I'm so tired of the structure that this show has taken on the past few years. Why are they always making these women go on trips and do activities that feel like adult field days? I miss when this show presented less fake scenarios to get the groups together and focused more on their lives and families. I hate watching these women being forced into sprinter vans to do things like relay races, meditation retreats, snowball fights, and any other scenario that they would never actually do if the producers weren't forcing them to do an activity together. I always fast forward through it, and it's at the point where I'm just fast forwarding the entire episode. So, what do you think first, Chris? What's their name? Who is who is that? I, um, the we don't know that person's name, right? Anyway, oh, it's just, it's I, just posted by Autumn Town Three. I mean, I don't yeah. know. If you're listening, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I have a message for you. Um, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what do you have to say? I think we have some of the most hilarious moments, and I love to see these women doing dumb stuff. I mean, what I can agree with is stop playing those dumb card games or, like, never have I ever or who do you trust the least? Like, shut the fuck up. I, don't, I, I can't get with that because it's unnatural and very produced. But them doing stuff like activities, God forbid women have hobbies, um, I don't know if we would have as many good episodes. Maybe we should do like, um, like a collection or like best moments of Real Housewives in Sprinter Vans because I remember Dublin. I remember, of course, almost every crazy episode of SLC. Um, there was the the episode where Eva read Marlowe in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't get rid of the Sprinter vans. And what else would they ride with? You can't get a limousine everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, a, a Sprinter van is pretty much very glamorous to me. I can't afford one. Oh, there's also the Aspen, Kathy Hilton moment in a Sprinter oh, van. Which, right. by, the way, by the way, side note, I do think you can't, you should not be allowed to ride in a Sprinter van if there's not a camera rolling at all times. Yeah, of course. You're, you're all getting a lot of money for that. Like... We want that's, to see you. That's um, fucked up. But I, I don't think it's about the sprinter van as much as I think it's... No, yeah. It, it just, like, triggered me when I read it. Um, yeah, <laughs> triggered. Trigger warning. Trigger warning sprinter van. Yeah, I agree partially with what they said. 
Um, I do believe that those meditation retreats, for example, are a huge part of OC culture and also Beverly Hills culture. Yeah. Um, but when I think back, Real Housewives used to be good as well when we had game nights. It doesn't really matter. Just throw them into group scenes. As long as everyone participates, I'm good. But here's the thing with that. So, like, I'm reminded of the, like, Salt Lake City's this current season, the beginning, when they were doing that field day, the trust exercises, and Mary refused to participate, which I was very much on her side. I was like, y'all are in Palm Springs and you're going to a park to do a potato sack relay race. Like, that's just not something you guys would do. I don't think it's, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with enforcing group uh, activities. They should, yeah. but they should do things that they want to do and just have to deal with the fact that they're around people they might not want to be around. Cause that's how you get drama. Like the game night from Beverly Hills with the, at least I wasn't doing crystal meth in the bathroom all night, bitch. Like that was an adult game night with alcohol. Like that's something they would actually go to do in Beverly Hills. So I'm all for a group event. But another thing that like reminds me, it's like the entire Austin trip in Potomac. It's just a bunch of random activities. It literally just feels like they went on Groupon and clicked whatever the first three activities that were discounted were. And so like, I agree with this because I think what they're getting at is that it's filler episodes and they're not in situations that are going to create natural drama. They're like forcing each other to do these like pseudo reflective exercises where they're like Meredith and Angie, why don't you trust fall into each other's arms? This is like, that's when it becomes annoying to me because we watch this show knowing it's a show. Like we know these women aren't all necessarily actual friends. Like some of them are literally just coworkers. So don't, pretend like this is a real friendship that you guys are going to work on by doing some ridiculous childish activity when it's it's not that deep and we're not we don't need like the resolution comes through get hashing everything out going throughout the season seeing if someone else makes a fool of themselves talking about things at the reunion it doesn't come from a sound bath or a relay race or anything like that so i I agree. I think group scenes fine, but like parties, dinners, I don't need to see you hopping around in a park. I actually don't, you shouldn't go to a park ever. Like if you, you have to go, go to a park, park ever, <laughs> I don't want to see a housewife at a park. Oh my God. Like literally Robin's fucking her field day event. Like, with- yeah, you know what I'm just thinking about? It also gives them too much room to be, to not be themselves because we used to have more like, insight into their homes and what they're doing right. because filler episodes used to be filled with them and their families and children and now it's like for example i don't know anything about Sutton Strack. i don't know who that girl is i don't know who her children are we rarely saw them right well we did in the recent episode she like opened up i really appreciated that but for example like just as an example it takes a long time to get to know these people if we don't have the the scenes at home or like the two right the two-on-twos or like one-on-ones because those are many iconic episodes as well yeah my thing is if you're gonna if you're gonna do a filler episode that's when you should be giving us the lifestyle porn yeah that we watch for that's like a filler episode a filler episode shouldn't be like uh we're going to get our leg hair braided together and hopefully we can 
move on the from our problems. Are you like, talking about Sutton again? <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's how I feel about that. I, I agree with that person. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think, yeah. Okay. I partially um, agree. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. Next up is very interesting because it's somehow an update on Atlanta and Potomac, but somehow we don't know. It's like an implication. It's an implication, right. Um, And it's also interesting because the tweet has since been deleted. It's about a producer who recently changed his work status on LinkedIn. And his name is Eric Fuller, and he's open to work. And this person is somehow insinuating that there's going to be a big change for Atlanta or and Potomac. Yeah, because he's the executive producer on Atlanta and Potomac. Well, former, but he was, it says executive producer at Truly Original, which I'm assuming is the production company. Um, so he posted that he's been fired and he's looking for work, which that's, that's the entire post, but. Um, is it truly a drink? Well, yes, it's also a word that you can use in many different contexts. Me but, acting dumb. I have to Google that. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure because every single show, they have like different regional production companies. So you have like Shed, you have, I guess, Truly. I don't know what the other ones are. but um, Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, anyway, so, but that's like the entire post. But Oh, yeah, it's, it's a production company. Broad range of scripted, broad range. Broad range of scripted and unscripted programming. <coughs> Excuse me, programming for television and digital platforms. Well, so that's interesting because this doesn't necessarily mean he was. Well, if you're an executive producer, are you an executive producer for everything at that production company? Because this says executive producer at Truly Original, not necessarily for those two specific shows. But that's kind of we don't really know. So let's just assume that he was the executive producer on those two shows that would track because Atlanta, we already know they're considering a shakeup. Actually, Sheree just gave an interview about she was doing the traders press, but she said they're casting now and she hasn't gotten anything so far. So I'm, I'm, I think they're probably doing some sort of search for new faces and seeing who would fit in with them. I'm going to cry if Sheree leaves. No, they have to keep her. I, I, that, they have to keep her. Like I know, people feel like she's not giving that much. I've read a lot of bullshit about, like that on Twitter, but people do not realize how much of a comedic relief she is. And even on the traders, we will get into that yeah. at some point. But like her interview is so funny. The thing is, Sheree always has her little moments here and there of like blowing up and doing her Mickey Mouse voice. She like is really funny when she argues. She also is a is a habitual liar, but in like the funniest, most shameless way. I'm like, I'm obsessed with her. I think she is a must keep on any iteration of whatever they do with the show. Um, and then Potomac is having a horrible season. So that would make sense if they were just like, we need a, like a fresh perspective on these two shows. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. I feel like it's, it's it just yeah. makes sense to me. I don't even know if it's true, obviously. but uh, I mean, if it means Atlanta is going to get better, I'm fully down. If it means we're going to get a reboot, I'm fully not down. I'm not going to watch another reboot. I'm done. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, I think we need to 
I think we need to stop with the reboots. I think we need to t- tinker. I think you have to you have to understand that some of these women are so ingrained in the character of the show and we watch to get more of them, not just to watch people in Atlanta or in Orange County. Hence with Tamara, they brought Tamara back. That was a great decision. I was going to say Orange County did a great job at reinventing itself and it's very much watchable again. Right. Versus like New York. I mean, look, it was only one season, but it was boring and I only care about Jessel. Like, you know, like it's going to take a while for us to care if they even get to a place with that cast where we want to care. It's Friday, honey. (laughs) So you had to get that out. <laughs> Friday's a work day, Jessel. I start so my weekend on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's gonna that's the new um, Silence of the Lamb. But every Friday, it's it's Friday, honey. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, that was that was relevant. But yeah, I mean, I I think yeah, like we we definitely need to like if you haven't tried to just like get rid of a few people maybe bring some people back, move some people around before, then you can't even talk about doing a reboot. Cause I think that's just like completely unfair and you're just like ruining the show. I'm sorry. Like I'll say it. I fully agree. Okay. Anyway, would you like to read the next one? Okay. Our next and last item of the day, more drama with the reality Von Tease, uh, scandal who was involved whatever it says jen shaw's ex-designer and one of the people who ran the reality vontis account says that heather had the recordings of jen shaw before they were posted by reality vontis it's basically just one of the um people involved in the account and i'm pretty sure yeah ex-designer so i'm pretty sure this is the person who like would make jen's dresses for i think this is the person that jen was yelling at actually in the um, yeah video. yeah um, it is and it's basically just screenshot um, conversation with Heather back when that video was taken of uh, this person who I don't actually know their name, but um, I think it might be Koa. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Yes, it's Koa. But so it's basically just going back with Heather being like, uh, what should I do with this video? And then Heather going, can I send it to Meredith and Bravo? I think getting it out there would be like the best strategy for you. So people see that you didn't do anything wrong and you can get ahead of it and it's good PR for you. And Blah, blah, blah. But she was like asking to disseminate it and she was supportive, which the whole thing that she was saying at that dinner in the Bermuda was like, we don't want to be afraid that someone's going to be recording us secretly and posting about it. Like she was acting so mortified at the idea. Meanwhile, she knew that the, the video had been taken and she didn't seem to have an issue with it back then. So just conveniently, when it works out for her storyline, it seems that when she can just pin it on Monica as like, you did the whole account, which I still actually also don't think that they, any of them actually believe that. Um, because there was another post similar to this one that literally it just showed Ratisha and, oh, uh, and Koa and Monica. Monica actually wasn't even really active in the screenshots that we saw, but it was like a group chat of like four or five people, I think, talking about what to post, which we've seen so many of those at this point. So it's ridiculous to say it was all Monica. But the whole point of this is to say that it's like fake outrage over the posting of the video and 
Heather literally was trying to actually, she was trying to boost the video. So it's just more evidence to prove that this feels a little bit like manufactured outrage for, uh, to push Monica off the cast and to make it seem like she's this huge bullshit or whatever, which we can get into if we think she's trustworthy or if we think she's putting on a show or whatever, but to be mad about this specific thing, it's like the evidence doesn't back it up. What do you think? I like, there's a lot out there right now because Tanisha is also posting a lot of out of context screenshots of chat of chats. And I have my own opinion about it because I'm like, we know Monica wanted to be on the show and people like bash her for being a fan I'm like, you know who was also a fan of the show, of the Real Housewives franchise before she got on the show? Lisa Barlow. She was a huge fan of Miami. I mean, here's the thing. It's 2024. What housewife, let's see, uh, 18 years since the first season ever aired? What housewife 18 years after the first season of Orange County ever aired? doesn't at least know about the show, if not has seen episodes and is somewhat of a fan. Like that to me is such a ridiculous thing to throw at her because a like wanting to be on a reality TV show, if that was a disqualifier, all of them would be fired. Cause guess what? You're on it. So you wanted to be on it. You all, some of you are on it for shameless self promo. So I don't like you literally like, you know, love her, but Jenna Lyons like doesn't even want to be on the show other than to promote herself. Monica wants to give us a show and promote herself. She did a great and job. She did a great job. She did a fucking phenomenal job. So for me, I think it's ridiculous that people say that, but let's, I, I do want to address, I don't think we talked about it. That video that Ratisha, um, she uh, leaked from their private text messages of Monica yelling at her mom. And that's when they were talking about like, the producers like say I do really well. And, and then there was also some audio, like basically the audio and the video that were released show them kind of talking about the show and like how well they think they're doing and like how Monica wants to be a star and she wants to be on a Bravo show and like talking about like how they are in certain scenes. So people have been criticizing them saying like, Oh, you're, you're like overproduced. Like this isn't real. You're giving us a show, but it's not like reality. And I don't know, to me again, I'm also like, Oh, so so the minute cameras go down, no housewife discusses like how the scene went or what they want to talk about in the next scene or talk about like whether they were interesting or not. Like you act like everyone else is fully just being themselves and not cognizant of the fact that they're on a TV show. But Monica talking about it is like fake and phony and she's giving us I it's kind of crazy because I feel like her whole thing is that she is giving us her her real raw life. Like she's not lying about her affairs or her small house or leasing her car. She just is being activated. I don't really see yeah. the phoniness that people are accusing her of and just truly discussing the fact that you're on a show and that you need to be entertaining when cameras are up to me is not disqualifying. All right. We have a few episodes to discuss now. Let's recap Beverly Hills recent episode. We I actually have a, some thoughts about recent episode. Like I already said, I really liked Sutton getting vulnerable, like telling us about her past and her dad. Um, that made her a little more, like, more likable to me. 
And I actually don't really like her. I like what she does for the show and that she starts drama and that she's like quirky and has her like, you know, mannerisms or whatever. But this is actually real now. And I really appreciated that moment. Yeah, well, she was rude to me, so fuck her. Just kidding. But hashtag fuck her. I have to agree. I, I, I do appreciate what she brings to the show and I do like her overall. But there, she does. She has the potential to really bother me. But I do agree. I think, like you said, we don't really know a ton about her. So it's nice to hear her talk about like kind of the stuff that informs her weirdness and why she is the way that she is. So that makes sense. Um, I liked that. I think I thought it was really funny when they first got to Ojai and they started shopping and they were like, like pulling Kyle away from the store. They were like, you cannot get another one of those fuck ass hats, girl. Like it's enough. Fuck ass hats. Like it's enough. It was a good episode for Kyle as well. It was a good episode for Kyle. I, okay. First of all, like, was she drinking at the wine tasting? No, she was drinking water. I checked. Oh, okay. okay. I was, I was really um confused about that. My next thing that I have in my notes is that um, she said she was not feeling connected to LA anymore. And she wants to like, move, she likes, she's like, wants to be in nature and stuff. I literally feel like this is like her soft launching, like moving to Nashville or something. With my new ship, like I shipped them so hard. Like Morgan is so funny to me. She, she looks like a small, less fucked up Olsen twin. Yeah. She's so cute and adorable. And when she like grabbed the ring or like, gave her the pinky ring from, like when Kyle gave her the pinky ring and she was like, you have a huge pinky. <laughs> that was actually I good. Them. I shipped them so hard. I hope, I hope it's real. I've been Dude. praying. I've been praying more than our lesbian friends. I think. No, I know. Cause honestly, my thing is like, it was definitely like funny. Oh, hoo hoo ha ha. Will they, won't they? But this episode, I was like, you could feel the like, it wasn't even just like, like the honeymoon phase of like, they're really into each other. Like, I really feel like you can feel their connection. Like they're, I don't know. It no. was really like, like there were like in the car. And then when the, the party planner is talking to Kyle and then she interrupts her cause Morgan starts to play her music and she runs over and starts recording. And like, oh I don't God. know. There's just that moment is like, just like, she's all that. Like the song starts playing. It's like, kiss me. I know. In the twilight. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but I was like, this is so romantic. Like, I love a good love story. It was so cute. And just like, I don't know. I really feel like I, I, this is the episode where I was like, okay, this is not as much of a funny hee hee hoo hoo thing as much as I'm like, wait, I really need this to happen. Especially I because I really see how happy Kyle is around her. Like a genuine, true happiness being herself. Uh, like when she like when they were feeding each other like the fruit and dorit was like she was like oh. even she was weirded out i love that tweet that was, <laughs> even she was weirded the fuck out but no I, I, what i was gonna say is i'm really happy to see kyle happy because mauricio what the fuck is going on there he's not showing up to this like really important party for her dead friend that they were both really close to he's posting like really just like divorced dad energy things on social media she was talking about how he like follows a bunch of women and likes all their stuff and comments and stuff i'm just like and they're not even fully separated yet like at this moment but i was just like oh damn like you can really see 
that they're just they're just in different places and i i'm really glad she at least has someone like morgan that makes her really happy we need to talk about the scissoring and we need to talk about kyle saying she would date a woman because i like literally i did not expect it to be such a quick and abrupt change from like a kind of like a joking rumor to like oh kyle is basically like coming out <laughs> like as by curious at least it, it was so random and she like blurted out and i was like yeah good for you but for me it's also like not as shocking i think as for the like the normal viewer that is not as deep in into like the real housewives gossip because i've been expecting it at some point so i'm like not as shocked but it must have been pretty pretty shocking for other people yeah yeah i mean if you're not following like all the the lore and everything then but i mean i was i was i was gagged but it was cute though and then obviously dorit dorit was so eager to scissor with kyle by the way let me just throw she that was out down there. the house she was down the house boots or whatever the fuck dorit and pk are currently separated are they not i actually stopped listening when they like that's i i did not pay any attention because that like their their like little therapy session like that was hard like I, they're, I mean, they denied it. I think that they're separated, but the report, like, I believe that because they're also in a place where I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't look good to me. Something's least. going on there as well. Yeah. Okay. Last thing before maybe we should move on, um, is Anne Marie. She bring, she's bringing up Sutton's esophagus again and Crystal tells her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in the preview, right? Yeah, for next episode, she's like, you're such a fucking bitch. What is wrong with you? I still don't know what to think about Anne-Marie. All I know is she's ripped AF. She's like, she was she like an Olympian as well, like Sanya? I'm like impressed by her body. I have no clue. I don't even care, to be honest. I don't even know what her profession is. Is she a nurse? Okay. She's a nurse. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. She's annoying. She's a She's a flop. She's a tryhard next come feel the rush real housewives of miami the best intro uh, i'm not gonna do that again i'm sorry um <laughs> the next time i'll just play the actual song <laughs> we can tr- no i don't want to like oh um, fuck we're gonna get copyrighted yeah never copyrighted mind. by adriana we we need to be on her good side yeah we need to have her on um, at some point this week we uh, we are dealing with the repercussions of the Mamacita luncheon. Or was it a brunch? I don't remember. It was none of the above because they didn't eat. Right, right, right. Nicole ate, though. And Nicole always like, eats. Yeah. Um, and Alexia is still mad. Marisol is mad as well. She didn't invite Nicole to whatever she was doing there. What was she doing? Was it like a shop, sip and shop event? Yeah, it was one of those, like, um, yeah, like, when they host their own private, like, shopping event thing. Very glamorous. I was like, how can she afford this? I know. Well, her her house is, like, it's it's cute, but it's definitely, like, it's giving, like, pool house. like It's giving Erica Jane post. Yes. Karate. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. Wait, but I'm very con- confused why... She invited Adriana. So are Alexia and Marisol like good with Adriana now? Yeah. They are good because they are like Marisol said in her confessional that she doesn't give a fuck because 
Adriana is always talking shit. I'm like, they're like, we're tired of being mad at Adriana, which I'm like, okay, do you understand the level of genius you have to be to beat someone into submission to the point that they actually like you because they're tired of being mad at you? Like, they don't even care. And that's why I'm saying, like, Adriana is not the reason everyone is mad at Nicole. They fully know she brought Anna. And she admits it in the episode. She's like, all right, I'll take responsibility. And I don't care that Julia told her to do that. She said, I'll take responsibility. I did it. And they were just like, okay, but she allowed it. Like, they want to be mad at Nicole. So leave Adriana alone. First of all, I mean, last of all... (laughs) She's the reason we even have the drama in the first place. Like everyone was complaining about how slow the show was and she kicked it up with this like Kia Anna who came and honestly didn't even really need to say much. And I'm like, let's all say thank you, Adriana. Thank you. Because it was kind of slow for a little bit. So I think we need to give Adriana her flowers. She needs her mojito. Where is it? Where is it, Andy? Moving on, we have a quick recap of the SLC reunion. What did you think about that? Well, I was very thoroughly entertained. Um, I'm glad that we are building up to the main drama. And it's very tense. You can tell it's very tense having Monica there. And like they have to talk about other things at first. But I have a question for you. Oh. This it reminded me when I was watching. Do you um do you miss Jen Shaw on like the cast and in the like being physically there being physically there because her spirit is still with us um, <laughs> <laughs> um that that's a good question i feel like because there was so much going on she's not as missed but i can see that we will miss her at some point depending on what's going to happen next season and how the reunion concludes and if they make up um but as for now i don't miss her i love talking about her well yeah she's i mean she's endless content um one thing that stood out to me is the fact that they like jump through hoops specifically heather to like not have to admit that they backed jen despite knowing that she was doing shitty things and despite her being a bully to them like they have no excuse for like they they can't say they didn't know anything was wrong like they backed her through such horrible shit and they keep trying to explain it away so that it makes more sense that they're mad at monica but it's such a hypocrisy and it makes them look really stupid especially what if we know now um hashtag head on you so i feel like they're yeah i feel like they're making something out of it that it's great tv Actually, they are produ- like Heather is a great producer and they need to keep her on as the main girl. Um, and I don't give a fuck if Lisa Barlow started this whole shit. She definitely did not carry it. But yeah, I feel like we're getting a... The next two episodes are going to be intense and I'm excited for Mary Cosby as well. Yes. The preview has already had me dead. When Andy asks her, who in this group do you like? And she's like, um, I like Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I like Angie because you can handle my toughness. Yes. I, I like Monica. I think she's really pretty. She's a great addition. And I and love I like Meredith. <laughs> um, okay, one thing I did want to mention is I actually do think having one housewife who's not rich, who's like hungry to get there, 
I think is a great formula. Like I know that yeah. people are like, she's, you know, we don't want any more poor housewives or whatever. But I think if you have like, not a Gina K, but if you have like a Monica, who's like, like wanting to put a show on and wanting to have a come up and the rest of them are rich. I think that's a great formula. I'm not mad about it. I honestly would be fine doing it to uh, keep it going. And I, I honestly totally agree with you as we see the, um, like reality von T stuff like keep developing i think it because like to me i can actually see monica returning because i think they're gonna want to milk the fallout of this i don't think it's done in my opinion because there have been there have been so many leaks that have not been discussed at this reunion because they keep coming and tanisha keeps trying so i feel like it's gonna give us like a bridge make like a to be continued to season five and that would be exciting because i feel like people want that my last thought and this is a big one i actually do think angie k will become a good housewife i think she's on her way i think she her instincts are she's gonna get better with them i think when she called when she said she activated Meredith, that was a little bit fan behavior and cringy. That was stupid. But it was fan behavior. <laughs> it was fan behavior like girl grow up. But my my one thing is that when she gets triggered, she blows up and then she releases like five really good insults. And she's done that like three times at this point. Like when she went off on Monica, like she kind of ate her up. So I, I can see the potential with Angie. Um and after I'm- all the shit that we gave her, we dedicate an episode to her doubting her heritage and even i have to agree <laughs> and i know leo agrees as well yeah no the tides are turning she's like main kia now no yeah she's honestly she's like fun to joke about but i can see it with her lisa barlow on the other hand like she's just never wrong she bothers she's me over. i can't i can't with her all right, guys, that's all we have for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate us, subscribe. We have a lot of special episodes coming up and planned for you. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can find all our handles on Linktree slash SusPodcast. See ya!